Hey everybody, welcome back to Adventures in Thrifting. I am the Thrifting Dude, aka the Thrifting Dude. Never mind. Uh, so this is Will King. I am the Thrifting Dude. I'm the host of Thri- Adventures in Thrifting. And normally I come on and I say some weird stuff and then I get right into the episode. But we've had a couple of weeks off, right? You know, because of well, some personal issues. Um, a, f- a close friend of the family uh, passed away and we've just been struggling to to get back in the groove of things. Uh, you'll hear my fan buzzing away busily in the background because it's 101 degrees in my in the Midwest today um, and it, it, it I'm just not ready for it but we are ready to get back to the adventures and thrifting. And one of the things that we had to ask ourselves while we were uh, away, is why are we doing this why are we making this podcast and why are we engaging in trying to make the prospect of living a thrifting lifestyle and you know why are we why are we trying to 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 do this why are we doing this what's the point what's the point of thrifting what's the point of doing this podcast what's the point of all of it so today's episode is going to be called why the heck am I doing this? <laughs> so, uh, like we talked about a couple of times in the over the course of the, the few episodes that we started, thrifting it really is a lifestyle. It's not just it's not just what my cousin calls picking and flipping, which I mean it is to to a certain extent that, but it's also more than that. What it, you know, we talked about what thrifting is, and it's really a multitude of things. Man, it can be so many different things to so many different people, and um. You know, for me, the reason I enjoy the thrifting lifestyle is because I really believe uh, that there are so many great products that uh, these innovators and inventors create, and they just don't get the respect or the longevity that they deserve. And some of them do, um, you know, and are very trendy for quite some time, but then as trends, do other things trend and and so the once very trendy product uh detrends not if that's a word but anyway so uh, one of the examples that came to my mind this morning while i was mowing my father-in-law's grass and thinking about this episode is uh i don't know what they're called uh, but um back when i was a kid in the 80s that's how old i am uh there were these little little it was a really handy invention i loved it um but you would make a sandwich and you'd make several layers to your sandwich and make got bread and then, you know uh not bologna because i hate it but ham and then cheese and then another piece of bread and then you know turkey and swiss and you know lettuce and onions or whatever whatever you wanted to put on it several layers of the sandwich and then you take these little tubes there were acrylic um plastic clear plastic uh, or clear acrylic tubes and they were all different shapes and then you would smash them into the the sandwich and then they had a little a little plunger thing that would set on the top and you put a toothpick in the little plunger thing because it was it had a hole in the middle and then you would once you pull the tube out of the sandwich you would push on the little plunger thing with the toothpicky in it and hopefully not poke your finger and it would push the toothpick into the sandwich and push the sandwich out of the tube and then you got uh, hors d'oeuvres 
Now, my mother bought these, and I think you could get them, if I remember right, and I might not be remembering right, but if I remember right, you could get them on TV, like you saw them the as seen on TV, like you have the whole aisle in Walmart now, as seen on TV, you know, thing. but you could get them off of the internet, and not the internet, because we didn't have the internet, uh, excuse me, television, you could get them off the TV, call the 1-800 number, your room. And I love them. My brother and sister and I love them. And I can't actually think of a time when we actually made these sandwiches for anything other than ourselves. You know, uh, I don't, I don't, I could be wrong. And I'd have to ask my mom. She probably wouldn't remember either. But I don't ever remember a time when we actually made them for a party. Most of the time, my parents' parties consisted of people coming over to the house to drink those little tiny uh, bottles of uh, Miller High Life, the little ponies, and get drunk and puke in the aquarium. No, that never really happened. But I digress. Um, so I never actually remember them using them for an actual party. We might have, like I said, but I don't think so. But what I did do as a child, rush home from school and use the little plasticky tubey thing make a sound make sandwiches several sandwiches and make a whole plate full of these party sandwiches for myself and uh pour some some uh sweet tea into a tall uh highball glass uh with ice in it and so i would pretend that i was drinking or or, or into a small glass like a like an old-fashioned glass with three cubes of ice and i'd fill it up with iced tea and it would look like i had a had a whiskey cocktail and uh, eat those eat those finger sandwiches and that would be my snack and uh, uh, I mean I guess that says a lot about my personality but anyway the point of that whole thing is that the product quickly fell out of um, out of popularity it was super it was super popular at a moment in time but I I would wager a guess that there's not too many people who actually even remember that product anymore that's how like unpopular it has become because who who even who even remembers it other than the thrifting dude probably not too many people and so that's my point though you have these really great products that these inventors and and innovators spend so much time uh you know using uh, creating and envisioning and then at some point they you know and they're trendy and they make a lot of money and then you know like in the case of Ronco they just move on to the next trendy thing and but there are people like myself who who remember these things fondly and we say to ourselves hey whatever happened to the sandwichy tubey thing and you know you run across it in the thrift store and it brings back a piece of your childhood a piece of your memory um you know some fun thing that you remember and you 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 buy it and you live that little bit of memory and that's fun uh, you know but other than just the nostalgia part of thrifting there's the other part that now you've taken a product that an inventor spent their lifetime maybe creating and the world has moved on past it and you've given that a, a second life a lot of people take clothing I mean, and one of the things about fashion is that it's very cyclical cyclical man i can't talk uh it's very cyclical cyclical and so uh but some things are classic 
uh, one of the things that are are, are classic, you, you know, uh, you can't you can't change their importance is uh, rock and roll tour T-shirts. Everybody wears them. I don't care if you like uh, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or uh, System of Down or Five Finger Death Punch or the Backstreet Boys or whoever, whoever your 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 pop culture your pop culture idols are. Every single one of us wears uh, tour T-shirts. I have a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt, not on right now, but I have a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt that I bought from a thrift store. And, you know, you love things and you hang on to them, you know, and then at some point you either outgrow them or God forbid you pass away. And there is this really great product, a really great uh, piece of fashion or uh, a tool or a piece of electrical electronics that can be reused and repurposed and given a new life and that's the best part I think of that part of thrifting you know you can breathe new life into a product now (laughs) it's funny I say that because one of the things that my wife and I constantly uh, argue about is that I she calls me a hoarder uh, and, and that is partly true I do hoard things like I have seven cameras on my desk right now as I'm recording this uh, and at my feet are about nine camera lenses I love cameras I love to take pictures and of the of the cameras that are, are laying around on my desk and on the floor in a bag by my feet um, only one of them did I purchase brand new the rest of them were purchased from a thrift store um, several of them unfortunately don't work and they are getting me in trouble and if I don't hurry up and fix them she's going to have a fit but that's not important to the episode no um so that I mean that's one of the things I'm talking about right there is like I have acquired these cameras and I use several of them um in my in my hobbies and so somebody somewhere they enjoyed photography and then at some point, either, you know, who knows what the circumstances were, but they decided either they got a new camera or or something. And, and so they donated these cameras and I was able to buy, purchase them um, and uh, and use them and love them. And, and so that is, you know, a very big part of why I believe in the thrifting lifestyle. You can breathe new new life into a product you can acquire a product or or something uh t-shirts or jeans or even shoes that you couldn't afford otherwise because in, in especially in certain areas the thrift store gets oh man we at my thrift store we get so many great great products that are still in really great shape and they're they're high-end boutique products and and we 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 put a little more on them we absolutely do because we're a charity and we're trying to help make people's lives better but they're still not the same you know retail price so we we take these these things that are very high end and we, we stick a price on them and we put them out there and we hope that somebody loves them and that's that's the to me that's the best part of 
of that side of thrifting. Um, so when we talk about why did I want to do this podcast, uh, the purpose of the podcast, um, you know, I really like to hear myself talk. I mean, that is really one of the things that is absolutely true. Uh, I don't go back and listen to myself later. I like to hear myself through the headphones while I while I yammer along. And so I just thought, you know, what's one thing that you really know nothing about, but you would like to pretend that you do? And that's thrifting. No, I'm joking. Actually, I'm, I am joking. I, I don't really like to hear myself talk, but but I do enough of it a, a day that I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it. But I was hoping that maybe by talking about thrifting and talking about the thrifting lifestyle and you know talking about a few things uh, we're going to get into uh, next week we're going to start talking about apps uh, next episode uh, it'll be a week, but next ap- episode we're going to start talking about some apps that I use um, both to, both to uh, go to garage sales to find the garage sales and also then to turn around and uh, and and uh, you know, to, to liquidate the extra items uh, that I've acquired before my wife murders me. And uh, so that's kind of why I wanted to do it. Like, uh, I wanted to do a podcast that I could talk about, talk about how much thrifting has meant to me over the years, not just, not just as an adult, but over the years, there have been a lot of times, a lot of times that I couldn't, we couldn't afford to have the things that my friends got, and if it wasn't for the it wasn't for thrifting in the thrift store, um, you know all the different kinds of thrift stores. There were a ton of times where I would have uh, not been able to to uh, to get the things that that everybody else was enjoying, but because of thrifting, because of thrift stores and yard sales, garage sales. Uh, rummage sales the flea market which i haven't been to a flea market in a really long time we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on that pretty soon because there's some flea markets in my area that i really want to try but um if it wasn't for those things i would have never had the opportunity to try to have have some of the things that i enjoyed the most about my childhood and uh and the best memories that i have are of me you know playing with the uh, these items that we acquired um that way and in um a couple christmases ago we we bought almost everything that we gave our kids for christmas from the thrift store several thrift (laughs) some several thrift stores in our area um holy shit (laughs) several thrift stores in our areas uh you know they really starting in about September they really start to get some really great toys and games and um, all those things donated in in the run-up to the Christmas time and my kids really like uh, you know my the younger ones really like you know uh, nerf guns and the lightsaber toys and all of those things so um, you can get a ton of those at the thrift store. Um, I collect Pez dispensers. And I think I might have mentioned that in an episode before. I collect Pez dispensers. And I've gotten several really great Pez dispensers uh, from the thrift store. And and, and my son, uh, he was like, did you get all our stuff from the, from 
thrift store, especially because I work at one. And I, I said, yes, I did. And he surprised me very much by saying, oh, that's great. Get all the cool stuff we want and still help people. Bam, right there, right there. That's the reason to do it. Uh, you, you know, e- even even thrift stores whose national presence and I can't mention any because I don't, you know, I don't want to get called out by them. But, you know, there are thrift stores who have a national presence and they make a profit. And even though they're technically a nonprofit, they do make a profit. And their their executives, unfortunately, make a lot of money. And not as much of the, not as much of the, the store uh, revenue goes to the, the charities that they say they do. And that's unfortunate. But even there, um, even the little bit that does go makes it makes it worth it uh, in the long run. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't justify, to my mind, the fact that they're you know that they're basically robbing from poor people. But it, it's fine. It, you know, they'll get they'll get their own at the end, I believe. But but the important thing is, is that there is a, there is a portion of that charity. That's getting, um, you know, that's getting that revenue, and when and you so it's a it's a two it's a win win situation. You find something that you really love, you really need, uh, reminds you of your past, reminds you of your happiness, and then somebody somewhere it, it takes advantage of that of that charity and gets uh, something that they desperately need. Um, all right, so we're gonna was a short short episode this week uh, i'm going to take a quick break and when we come back uh i'm going to quickly talk about um a couple of things and then we're going to wrap it up so thank you so much for hanging out with us this is the thrifting dude i'll be right back Thanks for uh, hanging out for a few minutes. Get a little bit to go here. We want to talk about a couple of things uh, that are coming up. And uh, uh, outline a couple of different things. So we got rid of our Twitter page. Um, It was kind of a holdover to when we were on, uh, when we were the Big Dead Show and we were on uh, Twitch. Um, There was a lot of toxicity on that page. Um... I don't know if we'll ever bring it back. Uh, Twitter has moved on, and I'm not really sure about the whole Elon Musk thing. Uh, So we don't have a Twitter page. But what we do have is an Instagram page, and it's just the thrifting dude over on Instagram. Um, We're not super active. We have have been in the past. Lots of toys and things that we have found while thrifting and stuff. We're going to get super active over the next few weeks, a few days. Hopefully, uh, it'll be worth it'll be worth following. So just head on over to Instagram and find us. This is the thrifting dude. Um, follow us there, and, and you know you'll be apprised of everything going on. Uh, we even have little snippets of the of the podcast and, and all of that stuff. Uh, we don't we no longer have a website uh, for our business. Uh, 
we're transitioning a little bit trying to figure out what we want to do going forward but uh, we still have our e our ebay store uh, it is just grable enterprises over on ebay um follow you know good over there check out some of the cool stuff we have some records uh, we have a pat benatar uh, uh, uh not bad not pat benatar what the heck the joan jet uh, i love rock and roll uh, that's for sale over there uh we got a couple of youtube records uh diana ross and supremes michael jackson no i think i sold michael jackson maybe there might be michael jackson over there uh elvis some really great stuff i got i got a couple of records i'm gonna add this week if you're a chuck mangione fan i got uh, four or five of his records uh glenn campbell some other things so you're gonna jump over there if you like vinyl if you like toys if you like uh those kind of things that's what we do uh so just jump over there over at gravel enterprises on ebay and uh, see what we have to offer uh so coming up next episode, we're going to start talking about apps that we like. Um, a couple of different apps are super important to what we do. Um, so if you if you if you have an addition to what you'd like to, uh, you know, if that you'd like to um, to uh, tell us about and have us check out, then uh, just jump over onto our Instagram page and leave us a comment, and we will. Um, we will check it out and um, and um, possibly talk about it. Um, if if you're a thrifter and this is what you do for a, li- a living, if this is how you live your lifestyle, uh, jump over on Instagram. Give us a, uh, give us a follow. Uh, message us. We'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, you know, we'd love to set up a a call with you and interview you about the thrifting lifestyle, what you do, why you do it. And uh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, jump over there, follow us, you know, DM us and let's, you know, let's talk about it. Uh, you can message us here on Anchor. We record uh, our podcast exclusively on Anchor by Spotify. If you're more interested, uh, this is not an ad, although I I gonna do some ads as soon as I can. But um, if you're interested in, in in starting a podcast, we really love Anchor by Spotify. Uh, it's not too crazy; it's pretty basic, and you can do whatever you want to with it, and it automatically drops your podcast right on Spotify, which is awesome in our brain. But you can leave us a message over on Anchor. Um, you know, it's just Adventures in Thrifting. Um, and you can leave us a message there and we will get it and, and we'll be happy to talk to you and interview you and talk about the thrifting lifestyle. That would be so amazing. All right. So that's about all the time that we have for today. We're going to cut this podcast short, but I sound like the Swedish chef off of the Muppets, man. So we're going to cut it short and uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for coming back after our long hiatus. Thank you so much for the, for the listens that we've had so far. Um, it, it, uh, response has been pretty overwhelming to me. I, it, I, I don't do this because I think I'm going to get rich at it. I do it cause I'm bored on a Sunday and 
I, I think that it would be great. It's great to talk about this lifestyle. So anyways, though, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, and we hope we look forward to talking to you again and starting to go through all of these different apps that we love and different thrifting stuff. And uh, we hope that you drop a link, drop us a line, drop us a link, drop us a message, drop us, drop us, and drop us. And don't drop us on our heads, though, because that happened to me when I was a child. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I am the Thrifting Dude, and we will uh, see you next time.